0: Everybody, welcome to the export. I'm Raven X, and for the first part of this show, it's just me. But don't worry, once we get to the WWE portion, I have a very special guest joining me, and I think you guys are gonna enjoy it because, of course, it's Royal Rumble weekend, my favorite weekend of the wrestling year so please be sure to stay tuned for that but in addition to those predictions of course i got to give you my conference championship predictions where i break down why each team will win and why each team will lose before giving my final predictions and then adding on to that wwe discussion we're going to talk john cena being named the wwe 2k23 cover superstar and talk some of our favorite moments and rivals of john cena's illustrious career but before we get to any of that, please. Be sure, to check out the X Report.net, our for exclusive sports content written by yours truly and fellow X writers. pre episodes for our lovely podcast and our YouTube channel entitled The X Report. As we start off most NFL discussions, let's go ahead and take a look back at this previous week of action a la did the, the divisional round of the playoffs, starting with the Jags and Chiefs. 27-20 game where the Chiefs came out on top despite an injury to Patrick Mahomes. Next up, the Philadelphia Eagles made meat of their NFC East rivals, 38-7. Moving on to Sunday's slated games, the Cincinnati Bengals made it known that they really were the kings of the jungle after defeating the Buffalo Bills, 27-10. And finally, the Dallas Cowboys' offense just could not get it right as the 49ers defeated them, 19-12. For the first time this season, I went 4-0 on my predictions, and it's about damn times, of course, in the words of LeBron James and many other people who've said it, but that's not the point. Uh, Moving on to my most impressive player starting offensively. You guys know I love my Memphis Tigers. And I'm happy to give this award to one of them, and that's running back Kenneth Gainwell. Because as I like to say, if you follow me on Twitter, Memphis man gets paid. And Gainwell definitely hit pay dirt against the Giants. He rushed for 112 yards in the TD, making him the first... Eagles running back in sometime. I don't remember the specific stat to rush for 100 plus yards in a postseason game. So shout out to Mr. Gainwell. Uh, my most impressive defensive player that goes to linebacker Fred Warner, who on for the night had nine tackles, two tackles for loss, an interception, and a pass deflection against the Cowboys, essentially doing what he does best, which is wreak havoc. My most disappointing player is quarterback Josh Allen. He had a chance to really knock off a bad game against the Dolphins and really show that he. Wasn't Was the second best, if not best quarterback in the league. However, he kind of just came and went. Uh, Had a very pedestrian performance, completed 25 of his 42 passes for just 265 yards with no passing touchdowns, through an interception. He did have a rushing touchdown, the lone touchdown for the Bills in the game. But just look. Outmatched, And unfortunately, it's not like he didn't have the weapons to do it. He just could not get it done. So very disappointing to see that from Josh Allen. And then my rookie of the week is going to go to Jalen Watson, rookie cornerback for the Kansas City Chiefs, who had three tackles, but most importantly, the game-sealing interception to shut down the Jags' comeback attempts. But now, let's get to the fun part, and let's get to my picks for this weekend. Like I said, we're going to do this a little bit differently. Instead of just saying my picks and kind of giving a little expose as to why I picked them, because it's just me, and it's only four teams, two games. Might as well get a little bit more in-depth. And so for the first game with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles hosting the San Francisco 49ers, here's the reasons why the Eagles will win that game. For starters, A.J. Brown is an absolute mismatch. Now, I know he was pretty quiet against the Cowboys, but he really wasn't getting that much targets. It was more so about the run. um, Sorry, I apologize. Against the Giants. But it was all about the run game. However, I think that this game, the Eagles are going to have to be much more balanced. And truthfully, I will take A.J. Brown over anybody in the 49ers secondary, but more likely it's going to be Javarius Ward matched up against him. Like I said, give me A.J. Brown. Not to mention, I also think that with the way that the – 49ers defensive front has been playing as of late, I think that they can really give Brock Purdy the blues. I mean, you don't get 70 sacks by accident. And I think that with this, against this 49ers offensive line, which we all know, Trent Williams is amazing. I think the other four spots have a chance to really give up some big plays. And then also, just going back to the offensive side of the ball, I mean... Like I said, I think it's going to be a much more balanced performance. But if the Eagles can find a way to kind of get their run game going, because, I mean, they have essentially a three-headed monster um, in that backfield with, um, of course, Kenneth Gainwell, Jalen Hurts, and Miles Sanders, they have a really good chance to kind of wear down this uh, 49ers defense and give themselves an opportunity to kind of break the game wide open. Now the reason why the 49ers will win Kind of going on the same defensive front I mean they can make Jalen Hurts Life hell and because they have Such a good defensive front I just mentioned Fred Warner as my most impressive Defensive player of course I can't Uh, Ignore Possibly the defensive player of the year Nick Bosa up there on that line Eric Armstead is still really solid Um, and then Drake Jackson their rookie if he plays he can make some big plays as well not to mention Lane Johnson starting right tackle for the Eagles is still battling with that shoulder injury he's clearly not 100% he had a solid game against the Cowboys but it's I mean against the Giants I apologize. But Nick Bosa is a very different beast. And if he's matched up against him, I can see Bosa winning some of those routes. Uh, moving on with some of those reps, I apologize. Offensively, Let's be honest, George Kittle and Brock Purdy's connection has been one of the best that we've seen in the later stages of the season, which means that the Eagles cannot try to double-team Kittle because if you double-team Kittle, that allows Debo Samuel to work his magic, and we all know when he gets his ball in his hands, he's one of the best in the league. Brandon Ayuk has shown some great flashes over the course of the year. You have to worry about him as well. And then, of course, you have Christian McCaffrey just chilling in the backfield. Needless to say, If the 49ers can find a way to get everybody involved, it's going to be very hard for the Eagles to stay with them, especially if they are able to get the better of them and kind of test that secondary that has been looking kind of so-so. Now, the reason why each team will lose, I think the Eagles will lose this game if the 49ers can find a way to shut down the run. It begs the question, can Jalen Hurts really put the game on his shoulders and throw the ball 30, 40 times to get a victory? He hasn't really been asked much to do that this season, but I think that I could easily see this game kind of going into that uh, direction where he really has to show that he has the arm to do it. Um, and then moving on to their secondary. I mean, it hasn't looked as strong as it did earlier in the season. Um, it, it's, it's some liabilities. Uh, Darius Slade kind of gave up some plays. James Bradbury had that really big interception a week ago, which is great. But I mean, you, you still, they both can get tested. I mean, this offense is much better head to toe than the Giants offense is. So they're going to have a lot, much, a lot more work to have to put in, especially with our secondary. And if they cannot do it, particularly those corners. It could be bad. Um, Moving on to the reason why the 49ers will lose. Brock Purdy was not great last week. And, I mean, he was going up against a good um, Cowboys defense. Well, now he's going up against an even better Eagles defense. And I feel like if he replicates that performance, I think more mistakes are going to be made instead of getting bailed out like he has been before. And you can't give a great team like the Eagles that many extra possessions. It's only going to cost you in the long run. And in addition to that, just as I said with the Eagles secondary – they have had some questions, but I think that the I have even more questions with regards to the 49ers secondary. I'm, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of Javarius Ward. I have not seen much from him to inspire me to believe that he can go 101 against these number one corners and knock lock them down. Um, and so if it comes down to it, I think that their secondary can get exposed, especially if the Eagles' offensive line is able to hold up. So with that being said, I'm picking the Philadelphia Eagles to win yes for all the reasons why I th- said that they can win earlier but also I just think it's going to come down to I think the run game is going to play a pretty big role in the game but at some point one of these quarterbacks is going to have to make the play and as of right now I have more faith in Jalen Hurts doing it than Brock Purdy and this is no disrespect to Brock Purdy he's had a really really good year but I feel like Matchup wise, I think that Jalen Hurts has a better chance of making a play against that 49ers secondary, as opposed to Brock Purdy doing it against the um, Eagles secondary. So I got Eagles. All right, moving on to the AFC Championship game, we have the Cincinnati Bengals heading to Kansas City, hoping to uh, reign on their parade for the fourth straight game. Uh, why the Bengals will win? Well, their offense as of late has been clicking on all cylinders. I mean, the run game looked terrific last week against the Bills. We already know their receiving core is arguably the best in the league. And then Joe Burrow, that's a bad man right there. And I think that, of course, we already always talk about the Chiefs Of It's not spectacular. They just do enough to get it done, and they don't lose you the game. However, we've seen it, like I said, three uh, straight times the Bengals offense has been able to get the better of them and if you are the Bengals you have to feel confident about that um, in addition to that uh, they all have the Jamar Chase they have Jamar Chase who is in fact the Chiefs killer I mean in his three games against them he has averaged eight catches for 139 yards and I know if you've listened to past episodes I get on the Chiefs secondary pretty hard but I mean come on now That's a bit embarrassing. And I think that Jamar Chase has a chance to have another 100-plus yard game. And if he can get in the end zone as well, not to mention guys like T. Higgins and Hayden Hurst is another one, can make some plays here and there, I think it's going to be curtains for the Chiefs. Um, Moving on to the Chiefs, why they will win. After losing three straight games to a team, I think that the Chiefs have an edge and a passion For the Bengals that they don't have against anybody else. I mean, just since Patrick Mahomes has taken over, it's clear that nobody's really had their number. But for the first time, it looks like the Cincinnati Bengals do have it. And... The one of the biggest things is you want to kind of get rid of the you hear all the bulletin board material being said by both teams but you want to shut up the Bengals they feel like the new kids on the block they think they high. they seem to forget the Chiefs have been in this position in the AFC Championship for I believe the five past five years and I think that this could be a a perfect opportunity for the Chiefs to remind everyone not just the Bengals who they are not to mention a Patrick Mahomes has another week to kind of rest up that ankle of his. Um, hopefully, he is good because I feel like if we can get 100% or at least 90%, Patrick Mahomes is going to be a much better game than if we're getting him at 70, 80 or possibly lower. Now, why the reason, the reasons why the Bengals will lose this game is because, like I said, it's a lot of bulletin board material being said. And the Bengals have done a lot of talking over the past few several weeks they talked a lot about baltimore but what they do they won that game they talked about the bills i mean remind everybody that they were the class of the afc and that in my favorite thing that joe mixon probably has ever said their linebackers are cool but they're not the ravens which they're not ravens had the best overall linebacker in court in the league i'll argue, that with, you. I'll argue with your mama. Um But in addition to that, they back it up. However, I think that this is a different animal in the Chiefs. Like I said, the Chiefs are coming out for blood, and I think that sometimes all that talking can get you messed up, especially in the case of Eli Apple, who is, I think, perfectly described as the Patrick Beverly of the NFL, and he's not that good. And so I feel like anybody on that team, particularly those wide receivers, are going to relish the opportunity to cook that man. And I think he's going to get cooked on a few plays and probably give up at least – one touchdown and one touchdown could easily be the difference in this game not to mention the last time these two teams played it was a field goal game it's not like it was a blowout by any means and the reason why the Bengals got that extra possession was because travis kelsey fumbled um with less than two minutes to go which really helped out the Bengals and that helped to put them in field goal position in the game i don't see that happening again this time around which means that the Bengals got to beat them head to head and that's a tough thing to do why the Chiefs will lose this game is there's still no there's still a lot of questions about Patrick Mahomes mobility like I said I'd love to see him at 100% but I don't know how realistic that is in eight days um but even still I think that if he has to be sitting behind that offensive line he's essentially a sitting duck what makes Patrick Mahomes so special is his ability to move around the pocket and make those off uh, kilter throws and find his receivers in a great position or of course finding Travis Kelsey or even running for those big first downs on third and long third and mediums but if he is not healthy enough to do that it's not it's not going to work out for their, in their favor. And then also, like I mentioned, who's going to stop Jamar Chase? The Jays need is solid, but he can't do nothing with them. I like Trey McDuffie, rookie out of Washington. I don't think he can do anything. Jalen Watson, the rookie who I just mentioned at the top of the show, is my rookie of the week. I don't see him doing anything either. You can't ask a linebacker to do it. Your safeties, nuh-uh. Like I said, I already think Jamar Chase is going to have a very good game, but somebody on that defense is going to have to step up because I feel like Of course, Joe is going to go to a T. Higgins, and he'll go to a Tyler Boyd and a Hayden Hurst. But his first look, his first read is always going to be Jamar Chase. If you can shut that down, or at least whenever he does throw, create so much havoc that you can create big incompletions or interceptions, that is going to be key. And I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. So with all that being said, who do I have heading to the Super Bowl? I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to be able to do it. Um, You all know my stance was if it's not going to be Baltimore, I'd want it to be Cincy because y'all already know what it is. I'm always rooting for my LSU Tigers, and Joe Burrow is my favorite offensive LSU Tiger of all the times, and Jamar Chase, y'all know how I feel about him. But with all that being said, I mean, just head-to-head, I think that the Chiefs, I feel like the Chiefs need it more. Um, because, like I said, I mean, right now they're, they've they lost the last three games to the Bengals, and I feel like this game just means more. And I think that it gives them the opportunity to really, to really like I said, remind everybody who they are. And while Patrick Mahomes' mobility is still in question, I think that he's still going to be able to put his body on the line and make those huge plays because of everything that is on the line. They're trying to get back to the Super Bowl for the second time in three years. And I think it's just going to be another field goal game. Don't get me wrong, I think it's going to be another close one, but – When it's all said and done, I think that we are going to have a Chiefs and Eagles Super Bowl. Um, So, before we move on, here are the players that I am watching this week. Starting off offensively, I've said his name a lot already, so I'm not going to add too much to it. But Jamar Chase, just want to see him dominate the Chiefs again. Because, I mean, if he don't do nothing, he's going to beat up on the Chiefs. My defensive player I'm watching is C.J. Gardner-Johnson, safety for the Eagles. I think... I mentioned it a bit earlier, but just with George and how amazing he's been, I assume that Gardner Johnson is going to be in charge of defending him because I don't really see Kaiser White and, you know, Hassan Reddick isn't going to do it. I don't see anybody else in that, uh, or TJ Edwards, so I don't see anybody in that linebacker crew being able to go blow for blow with the George Kittle, which requires you to bring up the safety a la Gardner Johnson. I feel like if he can slow down George Kittle in a way or force some big incompletions or create interceptions, which he was one of the best at this season, I think that that could really turn the tide for this Eagles uh, defense. And then my rookie is Brian Mark Purdy, for obvious reasons, NFC championship. What are you gonna do? He's done pretty well in big moments thus far this season. Last game might have been an outlier to that, but they're gonna need him if they are going to make it back to the Super Bowl. Another team the second time in three years. And, um, who I'm calling out this is tough. Uh, I guess I'm calling out the Bengals. Honestly, I don't really have a bone in any of i don't have a bone in any of these fights i mean of course i'd love to see joe burrow win a super bowl but i'm not heartbroken if they lose this game and nfc i really don't care uh so i guess i'll say Bengals because i mean like i said i want joey B to win a super bowl i would love to be able to brag that in the span of three years joe has won a national championship for the real tigers lsu and won a super bowl and then i can continue to rub that in the face of uh Alabama fans like hey I'm better than you And also who doesn't like having bragging rights I mean you beat one beat a team One time okay it, it could Have been a fluke second time eh, you, your eyes Get a little bit open three times all right They want your head but you beat them four straight Times that's boss Status right there and so I, I'm Calling out the bangles All right and for our WWE portion we are Joined by a very 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 special guest my mb bro my embryo it's my embryo chris how you doing wow 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 okay i see how this is starting okay oh my
1: gosh oh wow
0: i was i kid you not i was working on that for like two minutes before i called you to make sure i got it right (laughs)
1: i'm about to catch a flight wow
0: come through please i would love for you to come
1: nah, I'd be like, who, who, like who's the uh
0: who was you talking about Nah, no nah, don't change it up now
1: nah, no <laughs> don't when
0: have i ever backtracked on anything i have ever said to you
1: <laughs> like, like nah, 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 i don't want no who i i came i, can't, I, can't, I can't for beef i brought beef <laughs> i've been trying to fight
0: you for literal years my brother but you know what we we can we can do this later welcome to the show how you doing today
1: <laughs> Uh, I'm doing I'm doing
0: good. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm like I said, I'm I'm very happy to talk to you because you know what? We are just a few days away from my favorite pay-per-view of the year, the Royal Rumble, and I am begging and I am praying that it is not as bad as it was last year. It was very bad last year. That
1: was already exaggerated. It wasn't that bad.
0: Yes, it was.
1: Hey, my man and Bobby won the championship, so I was fine. That was of one night.
0: of the only bright spots of the night. Cause what you had the all white
1: on, you know. That was cool. That was the great. The white. thing
0: is though, I think why I was so disappointed is because I was actually at that Royal Rumble. And I had driven what six plus hours to get to St. Louis. I had spent money on the hotel, which looking back was stupid because I have family there, but you know, whatever. Um, bought the tickets, was in the building, was so excited. Now I did get to see Mickey James. I was hyped to see Mickey. That was my favorite part of the night. Hands down. I marked out when I saw Mickey. But Ronda winning the Rumble sucked and then Brock winning the Rumble sucked. Seth and Roman's ending sucked. Like it was it wasn't a good night. And you that, know that was.
1: match was fire, but that that the, the ending did suck. It made sense, but it sucked at the same time. See? I get why they did it. I get why they did the match that way. You know, you don't want still want Seth to be undefeated against Roman but yeah I'm with you and uh, I really wanted Seth to win I think it would have been better storyline for him to win
0: and then not to mention the uh, Wrestlemania sign like set on fire so that was another Ah, fun thing I forgot about that i did too and i was there i remember because it was weird because you know like they had people sitting under there and like they had all the people move and this was between this was in the becky and Dewdrop match and so i remember looking over and i was like what's going on and yeah it was a trip but before we make our predictions for this year's royal Rumble that's going to be better than last year's i'm speaking that to existence we got a few things to talk about and we're going to start off with your wrestling spirit animal john cena It was announced that he is going to be the cover superstar for WWE 2K23. And not only is he going to be on the cover, but his music, along with Bad Bunnies, is going to be on the soundtrack. So we're going to break this down into a couple things. One, what's your favorite John Cena song? Mmm, favorite
1: John Cena song. You already know the original he comes out to. We got the name of it. Uh, What is the name of that song? Word Life. D- d- that's it that's it that's wow. my that's you don't know the baby. name yeah. of the
0: intro to this podcast <laughs> we definitely use I, the instrumental for it
1: wow. you, you do use the instrumental for I it i sure
0: do so i am able to i mean, the yeah, to I mean YouTube. Yeah, no,
1: it doesn't mean i have to know the name of the song i'm mm-hmm. like that i, I just like that's a fire intro that's what i think
0: my favorite honestly i hate to be the cliche no, no, I think i say Word Life, too. But My Time Is Now has the best instrumental, like the horns. Crazy. It's yeah. the most iconic because I hear that song everywhere. Like at sporting events, I've seen it in car commercials, and, of course, like with wrestling. You hear it everywhere.
1: No, you're right about that when you're right about that.
0: But Word Life definitely has better bars. But have you actually listened to that CD? I
1: listened to it a long time ago. Um, I don't. I have to go back and listen to it now. Now you made me want to go back and listen to it.
0: Controversial opinion, it's really not that bad. Bad Man I, is the it's a really good song.
1: You know what? He needs to come out with a new album now.
0: Please, like and screw Hollywood. Forget the movies. Just go ahead and put out some CDs, bro. I'd listen.
1: <laughs> You'd be like the only. Nah,
0: he wouldn't be the only one. Definitely I feel like if he
1: came out with a new album like today, he will get a lot of sales because everybody's gonna go listen.
0: Okay. I feel that.
1: All right. Now, if it's trash, you know he still made money because everybody's going to listen.
0: Exactly, and you know WWE's going to use it. They might use one of those songs for WrestleMania, and maybe it'll stop being right? the weekend for once.
1: <laughs> Don't do the weekend like that.
0: Four years is a bit excessive.
1: He getting that money, right?
0: Four years is a bit excessive, and you know it is.
1: Four years, uh, yeah. I mean, that's how long somebody's president at least first term.
0: So. That's different. It's one song, bro. One you can't change the artist for a song. Whatever. It's fine. Next question though. So <laughs> shut up. In addition to the announcement of Johnny Boy Cena being the cover athlete, he is also going to be the subject of this year's so showcase. Um, in in the press release, it says this. The champ is here. Play through an interactive sports documentary narrated by John Cena himself, covering the key moments and the toughest opponents of John Cena's story 20-year WWE career. And in a franchise first, take on the role of each marquee opponent, some of WWE's greatest of all time, as you aim to take down Mr. Hustle, loyalty, and respect. So this showcase actually sounds pretty fun so my first question is in your opinion what is the john cena moment that you most would want to play
1: he didn't have so many moments um i don't know something always stuck with me because i guess it was so shocking at the time is when he was just him versus brock like
0: oh at um, SummerSlam?
1: yes um I, I I do one of them moments uh it was two of them uh, i forgot which uh pay-per-views it was uh it was the one where brock beat the crap out of him the whole match and somehow he still won and um it was the other one where brock just destroyed him and that was it so in I other
0: words you want to play johnson again his ass whipped by brock Lesnar?
1: because you rarely see johnson again his whipped. i mean facts. come on we all know he's superman and uh, like like uh, I guess I would do a Randy moment because him and Randy has so many feuds and so many amazing moments. Um, you know what? No, I'm going to do a funny one. I want to play the moment when um, him and Undertaker at WrestleMania.
0: <laughs> that was not fun. <laughs> I hated that whole buildup. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Because the year before was Roman versus Undertaker, the one at Orlando. And I legitimately thought, oh my gosh, this is the end for Undertaker. Like, he took off his hat, he put his gloves, everything in the center of the ring. I literally was crying because I was like, dang, this is it. And then you have John Cena, like, hyping up Undertaker, like, baiting him into a match. And I'm like, bro, let this old man sit down somewhere. I was so pissed off when they actually (laughs) ended up having a match. And,
1: like, the match, like, the match happened 10 years
0: too late. Yes. Like, well, like, wait, I feel like what it year was that, 2018? That was the, well, then, yeah. I. yes, it was 10 Once years too 20. late, but then we wouldn't have got Ed versus Taker for the first time at WrestleMania 24, and I really liked that match. Yeah, I
1: did too, but I feel like, you know, maybe they could have put it in there. Like, I think, like, Undertaker versus Brock was pretty good. Maybe it's, maybe instead of Brock, it could have been
0: John. Okay. Well, you wanted John to beat the streak?
1: I don't know. I've heard the streak never been broken. But like, uh Then I think I broke the first time, you know. They just wanted to hype up Roman. The Oh, there's only been two people that beat Undertaker. I'm like, come on. Now he's ever the numbers in two? Really? Really? All right, look. If I had to choose anybody to beat the record, it should have been CM Punk that year. That's just my personal opinion.
0: Of his opponents, I'd, I'd probably agree with. Either him or Shawn Michaels.
1: Yes, him or Shawn Michaels, I agree with that as well. I w- I wouldn't have been mad if Triple H had did it either. I wouldn't have been mad about that.
0: That would have been cool, especially like in the end of the era match. That would have been yeah.
1: the perfect time to end it. So. Yeah, they, but that's what I'm saying. Like around that time, that's when John should have fought him because Undertaker, Undertaker, like he he was he was still killing it. You know what I mean? And yeah. John was killing it around that time too. So that would have been a good match. You know, it would. Have, but it's just. Just like Undertaker and Goldberg, you know, I mean that, that was that was a, a lot worse than you know him and John. But uh, you know it just happened too late. You know.
0: Yeah. Okay, we're in agreement on that. For me, I would say my okay. So it's my all-time favorite John Cena match. It's his I Quit match against JBL Judgment Day 2005. I want to say that match was so much fun to watch. It was bloody. It was violent. It was crazy. Like. He rolled in on an 18 wheeler with like a DJ with a turntable and like used that as a weapon. He used the horns on um JBL's limo's. It's it's my favorite match. Any for anybody who hasn't ever watched that match, I know it's gonna be a pain in the butt to find on Peacock, but it's so worth it. It's so good. Or if you're like me and you are a super John Cena fan and you have his three DVD set he came out with like 20 years ago. Or not 20 years ago, but close to it's on the second disc. You're welcome. Shut up, say nothing. I'm, I'm
1: not talking bad. I mean, I actually enjoyed that match as well. I remember that it was a real good
0: match. Yeah. I used to be a John Cena like super fan. I used to love John I still have a John Cena shirt from- Really? Yeah, from like 2000 and maybe 2008 or 2009. It's old. Wow. No, I used to be a John Cena super fan before I got sick of him. But okay, so last question. Before we move on, because I honestly, we could talk about Johnny Boy Cena all day. Who do you think is Johnny Boy Cena's greatest rival?
1: Oh, Randy Orton t- uh, is is his Randy. You he he probably throw Edge in there, but Randy, like him and Randy, whenever Randy chooses to retire or John chooses to retire, I feel like they should fight each other. So one of them needs to retire each other. Like it, in the two thousands, it was John and Randy. Randy was the main heel. And then you had John that was Superman. I don't know who else you could really say.
0: That's a good one. I probably would go... I'll say this. His his rivalry with Randy was one that lasted the test of time. That is a fact. I think I just enjoyed his rivalry with Edge more. I think it was more fun. And it was more risque. Because this was like rated R, superstar Edge to the extreme and then you got hustle loyalty respect john cena two very different gimmicks just mesh together perfectly and then you factor in the whole leader element their tlc match was awesome that probably be my pick but either way shout out to johnny boy cena this might be the first 2k wwe 2k that i will buy because i haven't bought one since the one with a no the 2018 i think was the last one the one with seth rollins so
1: i think the last one i ever bought or the 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 one I ever bought. It was like SmackDown versus Raw featuring ECW. I think that's the last wrestling game I bought. Dang,
0: I have that game. I so have Bobby more I said I have more SmackDown versus Raw games. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, sweetie
1: Who was on the front? Like it was like John was, Undertaker and Bobby Lashley. Yes, it was. That's 2008. That's the last. It's not the last one I played, but the last one that I owned.
0: Yeah, I have a lot of my old uh 360 SmackDown versus Raw games. Like I have seven, eight, nine, 11. Yeah, Yeah. and they're still a load and a half of fun to play. They're so much fun. Okay, moving on to, he's not the John Cena of this era, but he damn sure is the face of it. And it is our tribal chief, Roman Reigns. And, Mr. Roman Reigns, it's been talked about for a while about splitting the WWE and Universal title, which Lord knows it needs to happen. But reportedly it's supposed to happen at WrestleMania, adding some more credence to the rumors that it's going to be Roman competing on both nights. So let's say for the Universal Championship. The Universal Championship, I believe, is on SmackDown, right? That's on SmackDown now, right?
1: The Universal Championship? Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. Who should compete against Roman for that title? And then on the Raw side, who should compete for the WWE Championship? All right. So,
1: I feel like realistically, uh, Cody is going to fight for Mm -hmm. the WWE Championship. Unfortunately, Um, I agree. uh, I would like him to go for the Universal and have Seth do the WWE Championship. But um, I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes for the WWE Championship, even though... I would love for it to be Bobby since they bring the Hurt Business back. Um, for the Universal, see, th- this is the what I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I have a time period for the WWE, but I don't know who's gonna take, who's gonna take the Universal Championship from Roman. That's the question. So I'm gonna actually change my pick because I think it might go this way. So if he somehow finds a way, he can take the WWE Championship from Roman, and then maybe Cody Rhodes can go to SmackDown and then take the universal because I feel like they want Roman to lose it soon because he's been going hard for two years, almost three. I feel like well, if he gets WrestleMania this year, he'll be going on three years, right? More
0: than that, I think, but
1: yeah. More than that, you're right. So I think it's, you know, it, it's about time, you know, he, he loses it. Cause, you know, we got to figure out, like, what, what's going to happen with the bloodline and all that. So I'm going to go ahead and go Seth for the uh, WWE championship, and I'm going to go Cody Rhodes for the universal.
0: Because I like to be different. For the Universal Championship, I don't think it would happen, but it would make a lot of sense. I would have it be Sami Zayn.
1: Yeah, I would love
0: that. But I still think it's more likely it's going to be uh, him and KO versus the Usos, which is going to be an absolute banger. Don't get it twisted. And then for the WWE Championship, Seth would make a whole lot of sense. But I, I think I'm going to get on the Bobby bandwagon. Because I feel like while this Sami Zayn thing is awesome and great, it can't last forever, and so you have to find the next opponents for the bloodline. And I think with the Hurt business coming back, they make the most sense. Charles so said, Hurt, know, John. I, said John, "I mean Bobby Lashley."
1: I would agree with that, but I feel like after um, tonight, I feel like Bobby's gonna be the United States champion. So.
0: I don't know. I think that the herb business might screw him again. Or end up screwing him. Because honestly, like I think Austin Theory is cool as the United States championship. By the way, we're recording this Monday. Uh so before the raw thirty thing so when you listen to this what we're talking about now is gonna be old news but I think that Austin Theory is I think he's better suited for the United States Championship right now and then kind of staying in that mid card level and I think Bobby should be back in the world title picture because when was the last time we saw Bobby versus Roman
1: last time we saw Bobby versus Roman was when Big E was WWE champion they had the triple threat match Uh actually on a house show and they had it on Monday Night Raw as well
0: so, needless to say, it's been a little minute. So, I'm going to say Bobby. It's, Bobby been,
1: it's been a little minute. You're right. It's been a little minute.
0: So, uh, let's make it happen, Triple H. Please, while you're still head of creative because Lord knows what's going to happen next. But speaking of not knowing <laughs> what happened. We don't talk about this,
1: it. We're not talking about I,
0: yeah, it. I don't want to talk about it either. Um, But let's go ahead and make our Royal Rumble predictions starting off with the pitch Black match, which is a match that literally nobody, I guess, besides people involved, know what that entails. And it's going to be Bray Wyatt Versus L.A. Night. I have Bray Wyatt winning, but I think no matter what, it's going to be very entertaining.
1: I think it's going to be entertaining. Um, I want to try the, L- the L.A. Night, yeah. But I, just, I can't do it like him. You just can't. Um, I feel like no don't matter no matter what it is, they're trying something different. And I love to see when, you know, they try something different. You can fail, but as long as you're trying something different, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, I feel like both of them going to come out good on this. Uh, I do have Bray, because why not Bray? Right. But um, I, I want to know, like, what they're going to do with L.A. Knight. Like, is he going to lose and, like, join Bray? Because L.A. Knight has been amazing. Like, like, this has been a lot of weird stuff, and Bray is awesome, but L.A. Knight has been selling it and just doing everything. He's putting that little extra sauce on it that, like, nobody expected. Like, I never would have expect Bray Wyatt first match to be against LA Knight and they have just been amazing and uh I don't want this to be the end of LA Knight but um I got Bray and I'm real interested I don't know what's gonna happen and I'm, I'm, I hope it goes great
0: yeah I'm also in agreement um I don't think that they would put LA Knight with Bray just cause I don't think it would make any sense yeah I just I don't want him like to just disappear you oh know, I don't I mean, think um, he would Unless they have him like the ending is like he falls into this deep dark abyss with Uncle Howdy, but I don't think they. I think he's too good right now to like leave on the shelf. You know if that makes sense.
1: You know what? I would like to see him get paired with Elias.
0: Elias could use him. Could definitely use him. All right, next up the Raw Women's Championship. We have the EST Bianca Belair defending her title against Alexa Bliss. Obviously, I'm going with the EST. But I do think that we are going to see Alexa Bliss turn into the old Alexa Bliss slash, like, Sister Abigail type deal.
1: Yeah. Um, so, at first, I was going to go with the ESC as well. I was like, after her loss, she's going to go ahead and just turn to the dark side and embrace it because she'll probably feel like, I'm not good enough, you know. But now, like, it's kind of like she already embraced it. Like, okay, howdy. Saved her on last Monday. Um, Bianca was beating the crap out of her, and she and she, she had her, and then uh, Uncle Howdy came out. So I don't know. Um, like I feel like ESC is going to win, so I'm, that's my pick. But a little bit of me is going to say like you know Alexa could win. Maybe Uncle uh, Uncle Howdy helps her somehow with a distraction because wrestlers can't help distractions, and uh. And Alexa wins. Like, if Alexa was to take the belt off of her, I wouldn't be disappointed. Because when was the last I time would. Alexa even held a, held a championship? Like, when was the last time?
0: I think at Extreme Rules last year before
1: last. So it's been about two years?
0: That's so, fine. You know,
1: but I don't say it's fine, you know, because she was always in the picture. So it's fine. I, you know, it, it's been perfectly fine with her not being champion. But I'm still going with EST, but it could easily go the other way.
0: I'm just not an Alexa Bliss fan, so that's why I don't care if she holds a belt or not. But also, well, I'll I'll save this last, this next statement for my Royal Rumble predictions. But there's a woman who I, who I only, is the only person I want to see real, shoot, to see Bianca lose that title to. There's only one. And I low-key just said it. Anyway, moving on. The WWE Universal Championship match, we have Roman Reigns defending his title against Kevin Owens What the for, what, the second time in the past three years, I believe? All right, so first question, oh. does Kevin oh. Owens get ran over with the golf cart? <laughs> and secondly, who wins the match?
1: I would love for him to get ran over with the golf cart again, but uh, I think it's the fourth time.
0: I said in three years, though, silly, at Royal Rumble. This is the second time.
1: Oh, in three years. Okay, 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 okay. All right, that's my bad. That's It's me. okay. Um, Look, you're not
0: out the womb yet. Your, your hearing hasn't fully developed. It's all right.
1: So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would love for KO to win. I really would. Um, he deserves a championship run again. And, um, like, he at the beginning of the reign he could have easily won two, two of the matches but you know Paul and Jay got in the way so it's kind of like he deserves his chance to win then he lost at war games as well but um, I got I got Roman I, I definitely got Roman um, the question is I don't know if it's going to be clean like how, like how does Sami Zayn get into it maybe Sami um, helps Roman win just to prove his loyalty but definitely have Roman
0: and that'll be fun because i mean tonight they're doing the trial of Sami zayn which i'm so excited for because i'd have no clue what happened on smackdown and so i'm even though the roman reigns acknowledgement would have been dope i do think the trial is a bit of a better angle especially because now there's so much so many eyes on Sami zayn and his loyalty and like the little subtle things he's been doing for ko so i'm with it yeah i also have roman too I don't think I think this is like a regular match, so I don't know if it's any added stipulations. If it is, my bad. But yeah, I got Roman too. All right, now moving on to what really matters. The Royal Rumble matches. The reason why everybody's here. And we're gonna start off with the women's Royal Rumble. And so for those of you who do not know, typically with multi-men or women matches, we get two picks, especially for the Royal Rumble. We get who we want to win and who we actually think is going to win. So as our very special guest, you can go first. Who do you want to win, and who do you think is going to win?
1: So I'm gonna start with the women's because ladies first. Um, we, oh, we
0: were doing that anyway, silly. I said women's. It's all right. That undeveloped <laughs> hearing.
1: Exactly. Exactly right. Um, for the women's. So, um, uh, I don't want to take your pick because I was picking her too. No, it's okay. Um, no,
0: it's not taking my pick.
1: Who this I is, think is going to win rights. is going to be Rhea. I do think Rhea is going to win. Um, who I want to win, I mean, I think still Rhea. You know, uh, she's been amazing with the Judgment Day, and I just don't see anybody else that really yeah, should You get a free really pick. Win.
0: You can say Anybody. You get a free pick. Anybody. Anybody uh, who you want to win this women's Royal Rumble.
1: I don't know. Like, I just, I'm gonna go with Oscar. I'm just gonna say mm-hmm. Oscar. Cause Asuka is amazing.
0: Is it gonna be like regular Oscar we just saw or dark and scary Oscar? Who's like mm-hmm. she's low key been mm-hmm. Kana, I'm dark sorry, who she's been hyping up on on Twitter. I'm gonna
1: say dark and scary Oscar.
0: That's horrifying okay so yeah <laughs> we're in agreement I also think Rhea and Loki. I sl- I told on myself earlier but Rhea Ripley is the only woman who I want to see take the belt off Bianca I want them to main event Wrestlemania one of the nights I don't care and I want Rhea to beat her cause I'm i y'all already know I love me some Rhea Ripley especially the dark and twisted Judgment Day Rhea Ripley the quote unquote mommy Rhea Ripley <laughs> and I love Bianca Bella more don't get it twisted but I think that it's time for a change, and I think that Rhea Ripley could be the change that we need. Don't laugh at me like that. Okay, so next question. This, this isn't going to go on the predictions. But, so we're both picking Rhea to win. So let's say she stays on Raw and faces Bianca. Who – oh, wait. No, it's fine. Who faces Charlotte on SmackDown? Because I have – this is who where I, comes in who I want to win.
1: Oh, uh, I'm just choosing anybody by random. Um, uh, You know, I'm going for my girl Liv Morgan. I would love Liv Morgan to come in and uh, take the championship off of Charlotte. Okay, I don't like that. She deserves a second reign.
0: I didn't like that last part. You could just said Liv and went on about your business. Um, No, no, no. Okay, whatever. Um, Now, who I want to win? It's been rumors of her being in this match, and nothing is really substantiated. But I'm hoping it's true, and that's Naomi. I miss Naomi. I get it. Yeah. Sasha Banks, a.k.a. Mercedes Monet, is in with New Japan. She's doing her thing. That's amazing. But Naomi's still a free agent, which means Naomi can just come on home. And Naomi can come on home and join the bloodline and face Charlotte at WrestleMania. So, yes, that's why I want to win the Rumble. You see? That's why it's more fun because you get two picks. Alright, moving on to the men's <laughs> Royal Rumble where I, I feel like we probably have the same one who we think is gonna win again, and it's not even fun.
1: But whatever. Go ahead, you can go first. Well, I actually don't think Cody's gonna win. They announced him, but I don't. You know, I just feel like you announced him. I don't think you're gonna let him win. No. Um. Uh, so I, I feel like Seth might sneak in win because uh-huh. he deserves it. Uh, who would I want to win? You know, Bobby Lashley. I want my boy Bobby to win. But uh, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> my sleeper pick is XCOM Dom.
0: Okay, first off, you only get two picks, and secondly, it's prison Dom. Cause I'm not even though ex Con Dom, I love Dominic Mysterio.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, if he won, I would just
0: love it. Oh my gosh, that would be well. You know, there's gonna be a spot where him and his dad are gonna be in the ring at the same time. <laughs> you know that, right? You know that. That has to happen. For the has the culture yes but yes okay so who's your two so you said uh so are you going with bobby and seth yeah
1: i'm going with okay. bobby and seth those are my two picks okay.
0: but i ain't gonna lie if dominic material wins the royal rumble i swear to god i'm gonna be so happy i will buy merch i will buy a shirt i will
1: definitely buy merch at that point
0: I would buy merch and wear it because they have to have like some prison Dom shirts. Like, at this point. it's so funny. It is because I already like the judgment day, but with him being the ex con or whatever, it makes them kind of stupid. It makes it so funny. Yeah,
1: like they just support him, they support him fully. It, it is just the funny part. <laughs> That's okay. Like, you it's okay. Like, you can talk Dom and say, here, <laughs> like. I mean, he he done finally found his role there. Because, like, at okay. first he was just there. But now, like, he, he has his role. And everybody loves
0: him. This is this is so... It's just so funny. Like, and it makes the whole him and Rhea Ripley thing funnier, too. Because it's yes. like... He still continues to, It's... Oh, my... It's, the, it's one of my favorite things in wrestling right now. Y'all can judge me if you want to. I don't care. Okay. So, unfortunately, I think Cody Rhodes is going to win. And this is not a knock against Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is great. But it's just, it feels like the easy answer. And I don't like going with the easy answer.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But I think that's what's going to happen. But who I want to win. So, look, when I say this, please understand. Angelo Dawkins is a bad dude. I like Angelo Dawkins a lot. I think he has a bright future. But Montez Ford is still so much fun to watch in a ring. And even though it doesn't seem as much talk about the Street Profits breaking up anymore wouldn't this be the perfect time like kind of plant the seeds of dissent like when Montez went in the rumble it's like dang well what do you do with Angelo Dawkins are y'all still a tag team and then if Montez wanted to go heel he could be like bro I don't even need you no more I'm ain't nobody come to see you Otis like really be that guy just build it up and then Angelo Dawkins cost him at Wrestlemania you set up a feud for the rest of the year I mean come on ladies and gentlemen
1: Oh, they need to hire you as a writer.
0: They do. Please hire me. Technically, I got to stay here in Iowa at least till July so I don't have to pay back my relocation bonus. But after that, unless y'all want to like hire me now and pay pay um buy me out of my contract, we good. It's up. Let's go. You got to write
1: that beautiful storyline just for Vince to walk in and rip it all oh up. Oh, my gosh.
0: the <laughs> Another day I get fired, Vince, Vince takes over <laughs> Creative, and I'm gone. Oh, my gosh. And I ain't got no job. And then I got to move in with you.
1: <laughs> How you gonna move
0: with me if I'm not born yet? Yeah, yeah I'm moving exactly in the room with you. What you talking about? Got it. We got it. Oh my gosh, I'm so done. Tonight. See, you thought you had it. You thought you had it. But okay, so let's for the sake of conversation say that we have a tiebreaker, which I don't know if that's statistically possible, but just because I like coming up with tiebreakers, here is this pay per views tiebreaker. What number will Cody Rhodes enter the Rumble, and whoever is the closest gets the gets the point. So. It's already, of course we know he's going to be in it. I've heard conversations of like the him starting at one and then like Seth coming in at two or something like that. So for me, I'm going to say I think Cody comes in at, I'm going to say a cool, a cool number. I think he's going to come in at number two. I'll say two. What do you think he's going to be?
1: well let me think I'm, I'm gonna say 30. okay i'm you gonna go, say
0: you number you're gonna 30. People you're, gonna people you're gonna
1: have people waiting for him and maybe um maybe self has that Iron Man role he's just in there the whole night and then finally cody comes out at number 30 and maybe him and Seth are like the last ones in there that it's makes sense of
0: like you
1: know, another rematch
0: that makes sense so we're on two different sides of the spectrum so if <laughs> so pretty much,
1: he's I'm a, saying a, a, he starts. He's
0: saying he ends. He's gonna come in at 15. <laughs> Man, it, well, you know what? Then technically, well, I will be closer. Two, so you said two. You said two. Yeah, you I said, said two, two. So I will be closer. ha But that is our show. Thank you guys so much for listening, and of course, thank you so much, Embryo, for doing the show with me. You know, it's always a blast <laughs> and a half when I get to talk wrestling with you.
1: Oh yeah, it's always a blast. Uh, There's nobody I ever talk to about wrestling, but you.
0: Oh, you're so sweet when you want to be. Anything you'd like to say before we close this bad boy out? Aside the fact Um, that I am awesome. (laughs) I'm
1: just thankful to be here. And uh, until next time, everybody.
0: Oh, how sweet. Um, Y'all know what it is. Um, LSU, NFLSU, let's go. All my LSU Tigers vying for a spy in the Super Bowl. I'm rooting for y'all. Aside from the Eagles, every team has at least one LSU Tiger. And so, I'm not saying I don't want the Eagles to win, but.
1: You just said you won't mind if they lose. I get what you're saying. I understand.
0: I just want the LSU Tiger to win the Super Bowl. I don't think that's too much to ask for. And so. It's not. I know it's not. So, who do you think is going to the Super Bowl?
1: Oh. Oh. I'm going to go with. The Eagles look amazing right now. Um. I'm going to go with the 49ers and, uh, you know what, I'm going to take the easy. I'm going to do the 49ers and Chiefs.
0: Okay. Who's going to win that game? A repeat of Super Bowl two from two years ago. <sighs>
1: Who's going to win that one? That's so good. I'm going to go with the Chiefs.
0: You got Chiefs Super Bowl champions. Okay. Well, for those of you who, now I'm not going to lie to you, we're recording this out of order. The wrestling slash ending is being recorded before I actually record the NFL part. Don't judge me. You know my predictions. <laughs> so hopefully I'm right and Embryo is not right. Jeez. I'm,
1: I'm always right.
0: Oh, okay, that's a lie. Uh, I,
1: was, I was just going to say, hey, my uh, Memphis Grizzlies, keep your head up.
0: Mm. Yeah, speaking of your Grizzlies, um, shout out to the Lakers. You know, gang, gang. Look at our old men starting to step up. We just got Rui Hachimura. I'm, I like that trade a lot because Kendrick Nunn was doing nothing at all. And so now. We just got to get the Grizzlies to recognize they don't like Jada that much. Send him to L.A. and we bracket. We good.
1: What? No. What do you mean no? Yeah, I just want to make this clear, The uh, Lakers play so good. And folks was like, you know, would the Grizzlies be afraid? Probably so. But we all know the Lakers not making the playoffs. So we're, we're fine.
0: You didn't even have to say that part, Um, because, you know, we're going to make it in the play-in. I want y'all to make it. I'm a
1: LeBron fan. I want LeBron to make it. I want LeBron to get another ring. Oh, that's not happening. I mean, maybe if A.B., you know, know, stop getting hurt and, you know, actually, you know,
0: play wonderfully. Anyway, yeah, we're not getting another ring, but that's okay. I'm a Lakers fan, but not a LeBron fan, so that's a fun spot to be in, but...
1: LeBron is greatness, and I need people to just recognize it. When that man stops playing, you'll realize it.
0: I don't care. I I know that LeBron LeBron is great. I don't dispute that LeBron is great. I've just never been a LeBron fan. It's like with Tom Brady. I've never been a Tom Brady fan, but I've never, like, denied that he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest.
1: Okay. That's fair. That's
0: fair. I know it is. But, Yeah. Grizzlies, though I do mess with the Grizzlies. All y'all who don't like seeing a young team talk their stuff and be happy and have fun, y'all just some haters. Cause this hate on the Grizzlies lately is ridiculous.
1: um
0: But yeah, they're Lakers.
1: The, They'll back it up in the playoffs. They're gonna back I it hope, up. I I really hope
0: they do. Um, and I got so yeah, them
1: going to the Western Conference Finals.
0: I hope you do. um But yeah, that man, if they do low key, we getting tickets.
1: You don't know some tickets? Are gonna be? that's well, not the got it, You got it. You got it. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, we getting them because you got it. You got it. Girl. Me. You got it. you got it. Me. I call you big pockets, Raven. I call you. I Rock
0: wish Rockets I had Raven. big. I wish I did have big pockets because I. I yeah. Because you know, last year around the time of my birthday, when I came back to Memphis, it was around the time of the finals. If the Grizzly was would have made the finals, I would have found a way to get some tickets.
1: You know what I'm saying? You would have found
0: a way. I don't know how. I might not have been able to pay rent that month, but we was going to go to that game. (laughs) But it's fine. Okay, now. We're really leaving. We're really done. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you all next time.